Blog Talk Radio. Need a blonde hit. And everything's in my way. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed's Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Lost the theme song. Guys, we lost our theme song. Just kidding, we're going to find it. Welcome to Wednesday, Wednesday. Just going to keep clapping and laughing and lion roaring. Can you hear us now? Is there anything even on? No, no, no. Open recent. We don't want... Oh, okay. Um, Open. I don't know what this is, but we want our um, Weekday Wednesday track. I'm not really sure what the heck's happening, but we don't have it yet. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, everybody. How is it going? This is so weird. That I, don't, I can't even find my track. Like, this is supposed to, I don't even know where it went. That's bizarre. Well, it's the first time we open the show without a, uh, a theme song, and it sounds just Really weird. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday. I wonder if, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to just quit the program. Not this program, but we're going to see if this Weekday Wednesday even lasts. I got a new modem, a new router, and lost the theme song. So, I don't know. I mean, you know, two out of three isn't bad, right? So far, so good. All right, well, let's give it up for Tumbleweeds Health Center. Get on down and get your medical card for 34 cents a day. Woo! It's the truth. We did the math, although I'm not as accurate as my bestie. <laughs> so it could be like 35 and a half. I don't know. It could just go crazy. Well, come get your card. It's so much cheaper. Did you know there's dispensaries that are being sold right now? There's three of them. They're selling their dispensaries and their grow licenses for like, I don't know, the zillions of dollars. So if anybody wants to buy a dispensary, <laughs> I guess you could check out azmarijuana.com. I don't know. These things are nuts. They were going for like a hundred grand when we first started, and then it was like a million, and now it's like $22 billion. No, yeah. Not $22 billion. I know, Scout. You're going to have to come in the back way because that door's not, I can open the back door, but it's going to be too cool. All right. What is everyone doing besides coming down to get your card? If you want to get your card, it's super easy to do. Get on over to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. Check out the, I was going to say check out the radio show section, but hopefully you're already there. You can blog with us if you want, but check out the certification section. Woo-woo. 
And I apologize for not being here the last couple of weeks. I had some serious cooties. They're trying to come back, so screw you, cooties. You are not coming back. I'm telling you. All right, go book your appointment online or walk in. We've had a ton of walking lately. We're just like, oh, there's someone we can get in the car. I'm flying in the door. Let's do it now. It literally takes like 30 minutes when you're in there, 45 probably at the most. And then uh, we have a super stellar processing department that is just on it. Oh, um, that I'm going to text you right now. Uh, this is very strange. When you get a new router, um, you get a new password, and they're very strange. I really liked my old password, but you'll like the new one. Uh, so here you go. There it is. I don't understand why, but that's what it is. Isn't that funny? <laughs> okay. There you go. New passwords around. All right. So if you want to get certified and you want to know what you can get certified for, here are the conditions. PTSD has to be ongoing uh, from your doctor. We need an ongoing yearly assessment. Well, actually, two years now. Card good for two years. Yay. Um, that has to come from the doctor. And thank you, and nurse practitioners. There's lots of people that are actually, because when COVID hit, everybody had PTSD. Like everybody uh, and their brother. Anyway. Cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain covers pretty much everything. Uh, Nausea, seizures, including HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's, which uh, goes to dementia and everything in between, cachexia, wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms that include multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, um, all sorts of stuff. You're also eligible for your card if you if you don't have something on the list, but you're taking something or the treatment that you're going through is causing something on that list, then you can get your medical marijuana card uh, for just that. All right, here we go. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can email thctucson at gmail.com. You can go to the website, summerweedcellcenter.com, and then there's a little form you can fill out and ask us all sorts of groovy questions. We do get good questions. We also get advertisers, which are dumb. Um, And I want to actually give a shout-out. I'm still pretty in shock about this. Um, We lost an actor friend, uh, David Lee Hawk suddenly passed away and I'm not sure why or how but I still I'm in that like denial phase right now because I just found out about it yesterday and it's like no because you just I just saw him just saw him on set just gave him a big hug and sorry David we we will miss you on set so life is fragile do a bong hit with your best friend now And if anyone's seen my matches, I really would like to find my matches. Okay. All right. So let's read some news. The show is still going, so that's that's good. 
Yeah, glass break. All right, so let's see. The FDA, the Senate, the DA, everybody's going cuckoo right now. Um, okay, here we go. The DEA declares THCO acetate a Schedule One controlled substance. What don't they consider Schedule One? I'm pretty sure they're like bubble gum. It's, it's what's bad for you. The federal agency sent a letter to attorney Rod Kite February 13th stating that the cannabinoid is a controlled substance because it's not naturally occurring in the cannabis plant. We have to chemically derive this thing and we make this into something so it's not originally what was in that plant. That's what they're saying. In a letter, the the DEA declared Delta-8 and Delta-9 THCO acetate as Schedule I controlled substances February 13th. Kite sent a letter to the DEA August 17th, 2022, inquiring about the cannabinoid's legal status under the Controlled Substances Act, CSA. Quote, I represent many businesses in the hemp industry and begin to see the proliferation of THCO products on the market. Since THCO is not produced by the cannabis hemp plant, I had concerns that the DEA would view it as illegal synthetic THC rather than lawful hemp. Kite's concerns regarding THCO led him to ask the DEA for its opinion on the cannabinoid. In the letter the DEA sent to Kite, agency officials stated that Delta-9 THCO and Delta-8 THCO do not fall under the definition of hemp because they do not naturally, uh, they do not occur naturally in the cannabis plant and are synthetically made. Quote, Delta-9 THCO and Delta-8 THCO are tetrahydrocannabinols having similar chemical structures and pharmacological activities to those contained in the cannabis plant. Thus, Delta-9 THCO and Delta-8 THCO meet the definition of the definition of uh, tetrahydrocannabinols and they and products containing Delta-9 THCO and Delta-8 THCO are controlled in Schedule 1, DEA officials wrote. Kite told CBT that he agrees with the DEA's response. Quote, as a strong advocate for hemp and also for cannabis generally, I support the industry's research and expansion into minor cannabinoids produced by the plant, Kite said. For instance, I authored the legal argument for the lawful status of hemp Delta-8 THC, which was ultimately confirmed by the DEA. DEA. However, uh, marketing a molecule such as THCO as hemp that the plant does not naturally produce is not supported by law and ultimately undermines the industry's legitimacy. Additionally, I am concerned with recent evidence that THCO may be harmful in certain circumstances. On the other hand, while he is against THCO, he argues that Delta-8 THC falls under the definition of hemp in the 2018 Farm Bill. Delta-8 is distinguishable from THCO because the hemp plant naturally produces Delta-8. However, it does not produce THCO. From this perspective, and unlike Delta-8, the THCO properly is seen as synthetic THC, not hemp. 
For this reason, I have consistently advised clients not to create or distribute THCO, I wrote in a February 13 post. Though Delta-8 is found naturally in small amounts in cannabis, it can also be converted in a lab from CBD and Delta-9 THC, CBD previously reported. Kite added that he advises individuals not to vape THCO based on a recent study, which we read a couple weeks ago, uh, published in the Journal of uh, Medical Toxicology, which found that vaping the semi-synthetic cannabinoid could trigger another e-cigarette or vaping use associated lung injury, e-valli epidemic. The first e-valli outbreak occurred in 2019, CBD reported. Yeah, and that was deadly. And that was bad. So, and that's that's literally the challenge in trying new things. And I just, I guess these are all products for people under 18. Because if you're 18, you can get medically certified in Arizona and you can get cannabis. In the rec program, you have to be 21. But I think these, since, right, that's what I'm saying. I think these products are specifically catered towards teeny boppers who want the same high. Oh, the under 18 can't buy them? Oh, well, they got the 18 to 20 market, <clears throat> 18 to 21. But um, interesting, why would you use something like this if you are of age and legally able to just go get the real stuff? Is this cheaper? I don't think so. I think it's probably along the same price line as buying a, a joint or a gram or... I don't know if the cartridges are any cheaper, but probably not much. Not they're they're probably they're comparable. So um, just anything you smoke or anything you put in your body, you got to be careful. But especially all this new stuff because we just don't know what's in it. We don't know what's in it. Why are they doing this? Chemists are funny little creatures. I just thought you know. Pretty here, the glasses on. They can sell it without dispensary licenses. There you have it, folks. Money, 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 money. That was from Cannabis Business Times. Money. All right. Well, the Senate panel approves cannabis research bill. The Senate Veterans Affairs Committee has advanced legislation directing the VA to conduct research into cannabis as a treatment for chronic pain and PTSD. A U.S. Senate panel last week approved a bill that <clears throat> directs the Department of Veterans Affairs, VA, to conduct research into cannabis as a treatment for chronic pain and PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. The bipartisan legisl- uh, legislation, which was introduced by Montana Democrat Senator John Tester February 9th and co-sponsored by Dan Sullivan, a, pu- a Republican from Alaska, was approved by the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee with a vote during a closed-door session on Thursday. Under the bill S-326, the VA would be tasked with conducting a large-scale observational study that evaluates the safety and efficacy of cannabis as a treatment for PTSD and chronic pain. An identical bill, H.R. 1003, sponsored by California Democratic Representative Lou Correa, is also pending in the House of Representatives with Republican Representative Jack Bergman signed on. 
as a co-sponsor. Seems to me like it doesn't matter if you're Democratic or Republican anymore. If you like cannabis, you like it. That's pretty much because we got both, you know, submitting documents for studies. The observational study would explore the positive and negative health outcomes of cannabis use by veterans, including whether using marijuana reduces the use of alcohol or opiates. The study would also investigate other aspects of medicinal cannabis use, including sleep quality, pain intensity, agitation, and overall quality of life. Once the study is complete, the legislation requires the VA to report back to Congress on the results and the feasibility of conducting clinical trials. Senate Veterans Affairs Committee Chair John Tester, a Democrat from Montana, said in a statement when he introduced the bill earlier this month that the legislation will give military veterans new choices to manage their health care. We do very well with veterans that are coming in to get certified, and we work pretty well with the VA, too, and the pain centers around town. So, you know, it's changing. We didn't, in the very beginning, people were like, no, <laughs> not giving you records, which was illegal anyway. Our nation's veterans deserve options when it comes to treating the wounds of war, which is why VA needs to have a better understanding of how uh, medicinal cannabis plays a role in their healing, Tester said. Um, our bipartisan bill ensures VA is just, yeah, close it. Close the screen door. Um, how, sorry about that, kids. We have a 90-mile-an-hour wind that just slammed my screen door uh, way open, and uh, that's just scary. Um, so our bipartisan bill ensures VA is listening to the ground or the growing number of veterans who find critical relief from alternative treatments like medicinal cannabis while working to empower veterans in making safe and informed decisions about their health. Just make sure when you talk to their doctors, you're not going to drop them. Lawmakers in both chambers of commerce have introduced similar legislation in previous years, including a bill that was approved by the House of Veterans Affairs Committee two years ago. Thursday's approval by the Senate panel, however, is the first advancement of a veterans cannabis research bill in the upper Chamber of Commerce. Quote, many of our brave men and women in uniform suffer from unseen wounds of war as a result of their sacrifices on behalf of our country, wounds that often manifest in uh, post-traumatic stress, Sullivan said in a statement when the bill was introduced. We owe it to these courageous, ser- uh, courageous service members, past and present, to explore and better understand new remedies for these mental health challenges that are safe and effective treatments that could give our suffering veterans hope. And I will say there are a lot of people that are suffering from PTSD and it's not just from being uh, in the military. So that just doubles your population of people that need it as well. Tester's bill also directs the VA to uh, assess the ability of the agency to coordinate FDA approval clinical trials into the safety and effectiveness of cannabis and cannabis extracts for Healthcare among veterans. If approved by the VA, the clinical trials would provide study participants with cannabis products from federally licensed producers and compare the results with a control group. Thursday's approval of S-326 by the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee is being hailed by medical marijuana and cannabis policy reform advocates as a significant step forward in the movement to end the prohibition of weed in the United States. Quote, I'm heartened to see the U.S. Senate take an essential step forward on what should be a priority we all agree on, 
taking care of our country's veterans and providing them with some alternative treatments for things like PTSD and chronic pain management. Stephen Jung, a young U.S. Army veteran uh, and chief and the chief operations officer of cannabis company PAX, P-A-X, uh, said in an email to High Times, veterans are in crisis and at a much greater risk of suicide than the national average, and it's time we take action now. There you go. Anybody with chronic pain, PTSD, um, from anything that's happened in, in your life should be able to access safe cannabis. That's for sure. All right, folks, you are listening to Weed Stay Wednesday. We hope you're enjoying the show. Give us a call, 646-915-8421. Press pound number one and your little hand will go up and you can get yourself on air with us. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Come on down and get certified. Uh, you can email thctucson at gmail.com. I'm trying to find our theme song right now, and still no luck. That is so weird. All right, well, I will find it. Because I know it's in I have it in my iTunes. Can I open up my music? Music. So we'd say Wednesday theme. Oh, no. I don't want to see how things manage. I hate when they update these things because now I don't know if I can even find it. There we go. And I bet if I play, it's going to be the song. Can you hear anything? Oh, there it is. Well, that's it, folks. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, found the theme song. That's good. Now we have that. No, stop. Oh, there we go. Why is it playing over and over again? There. Oh, I guess it was on repeat. All right. Helps to know where your theme song goes. All right, let's see what else is going on in the kitchen. Okay, we got that declared. Um, got that done. Uh, the FDA, we're getting governmental today. I don't know why. I just There's all sorts of things that popped up. And we can't afford to buy a dispensary, so I skipped that article. <laughs> you have $22 billion in your pocket? Well, the FDA says CBD has too many safety unknowns to be regulated. What? Given the growing cannabidiol, CBD, products market, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, convened a high-level internal work, uh, working group to explore potential regulatory pathways for CBD. The FDA concluded, quote, Today, we are announcing that after careful review, the FDA has concluded that a new regulatory pathway for CBD is needed that balances individuals' desire for access to CBD products with the regulatory oversight needed to manage risks. Agency is prepared to work with Congress on this matter. Today, 
we are also denying three citizen petitions that had asked the agency to conduct rulemaking to allow the marketing of CBD products as dietary supplements. Oh, well, we pretty much knew that was going to go down. The use of CBD raises various safety concerns, especially with long-term use. Studies have shown the potential for harm to the liver, interactions with certain medications, and possible harm to the male reproductive system. Okay, I'd like to see those studies. CBD exposure is also concerning when it comes to certain vulnerable populations, such as children and those who are pregnant. Now, remember, folks, this is coming from the FDA. I don't know that they're announcing where they're getting these studies from, but please. A new regulatory pathway would benefit consumers by providing safeguards and oversight to manage and minimize risks related to CBD products. Some risk management tools could include clear labels. (laughs) You mean are labels people can actually read? Seriously, that goes on any product. I mean... You literally need one of those Walgreens magnifying glasses to really read what's in your product. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, I'm going to say that. Um, All right. Give me um, one moment, um, and we'll get right back to the story. Thank you very much. That's it. Okay. Um, Oh, okay. So some risk management tools could include clear labels, prevention of contaminants, CBD content limits, and measures such as minimum purchase age to mitigate the risk of ingestion by children. In addition, a new pathway could provide access and oversight for certain CBD-containing products for animals. Mm. The FDA's existing foods and dietary supplement uh, authorities provide only limited tools for managing many of the risks associated with CBD products. Under the law, any substance, including CBD, must meet specific safety standards to be lawfully marketed as a dietary supplement or food additive. The working group, which I chair, has closely examined studies related to the CBD-based drug Epidiolex, published scientific literature, information submitted to a public docket, as well as studies both conducted and commissioned by the agency. Given the available evidence, it is not apparent how CBD products could meet safety standards for dietary supplements or food additives. Um, Excuse me. It's been a couple weeks since I've been reading a lot. My voice is gone. (laughs) Um, For example, we have not found adequate evidence to determine how much CBD can be consumed and for how long before causing harm. Therefore, we do not intend to pursue rulemaking allowing the use of CBD in dietary supplements or conventional foods. CBD also poses risks to animals, and people could be unknowingly exposed to CBD through meat, milk, and eggs from animals fed CBD. Because it is not apparent how CBD CBD products could meet the safety standard for substances in animal food, we also do not intend to pursue rulemaking allowing the use of CBD in animal food. A new regulatory pathway could provide access and oversight for certain CBD-containing products for animals. The FDA will continue to take action against CBD and other cannabis-derived products to protect the public in coordination with state regulatory partners when appropriate. 
We will remain diligent in monitoring the marketplace, identifying products that pose risks, and acting within our authorities. The FDA looks forward to working with Congress to develop a cross-agency <clears throat> strategy for the regulation of these products to protect the public's health and safety. Well, isn't that interesting, folks? <laughs> so there's obviously... Oh, something just happened. Um, there's obviously a great need for for hemp, cannabis, CBD in the market, but I guess after you know a billion years of the world using it, the FDA is still deciding that mm, no, we don't like it. Well, you know what we like? Puff, 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 my house like what up i got some good pot i'm just pumped up got some herb from the pot shop ice in my fridge it used to be frosty my friends like damn that's a stoned ass donkey rolling in hella hot looking like a steeper time dominating all my friends as i eat some chili fries draped in the smuggy with my girl sitting next to me probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of ice tea but shit, it was 99 cents I'll be blazing and smoking it About to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop Cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys Yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa Can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's And then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama. A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana. What you gonna do? Send the feds there? Hell no. The DEA's would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. 
Are most of them recyclable? Um, I would check with the, yeah, the batteries have to take to a battery cycling center probably with your regular batteries, I would imagine. Well, they didn't say that, but that's, it's a Leafly magazine written by somebody else that we don't know. <laughs> um, okay. Here's a device-specific propi- proprietary cart. Various brands like Pax, P-A-X, for example, have cartridges that are are, uh, only compatible with their batteries and are typically available at licensed retailers. Specialized devices often allow for greater control over temperature and other features, but a fairly significant downside is that these specific uh, carts are not always available in every dispensary. Uh, Common concentrates found in cartridges. So concentrates have enjoyed swiftly growing popularity in recent years, thanks in part to the innovations of extractors who have developed a wide range of different products like butter, B-U-D-D-E-R, shatter, wax, sauce, diamonds, live resins, uh, live rosin, amongst other things. Um, With that said, because the texture, viscosity, and stability of concentrates vary, not all concentrates make their way into vape cartridges. Have you tried? How many of those have you tried? So there's butter, wax, Um, wax, shatter. I think I've tried wax and shatter. Um, I've tried live resin and rosin, but I haven't tried the diamonds or sauce or... Hmm. <laughs> yeah, those little things in the yeah, the little things in the glass containers. Those. All right, so um, <clears throat> let's see. With that said, because of texture, okay, here are a few of the concentrates you're most likely to run across in a vape cartridge. There's a distillate, uh, which are oils that are the result of a complex extraction process that singles out desired cannabinoids. Because of this extraction method, distillations can often produce yields with purity as high as 99% THC or CBD. However, due to the precise nature of this process, terpenes and other tasty compounds are stripped away as well, drastically impacting flavor. As a result, terpenes are often infused back in to improve taste and viscosity. Terpenes also, we know, add um, attributes, different attributes to the game. Right? Right. Like, I don't know, mellowness, chill, excitability, whatever, creativity, things like that. What do you call those? What was that? DVDs? Activities. All right. Live resin is a butane hash oil, or BHO, that's frequently found in cartridges because it's known to tickle taste buds and flaunt an out-of-this-world flavor profile. Flash frozen to preserve the freshness of the plant, terpenes and cannabinoids are then extracted in a chemical process that leaves behind an incredibly potent and coveted concentrate. Typically more expensive than other options, live resin carts are considered to be some of the highest quality options available. So I have this stuff, and I don't even know if I know what any of this stuff is. And that's where you hit the laugh track button. So I'm bringing over like pounds, this pounds of marijuana right here in like resin, rosin, live something form, cart form. 
I don't know. Take a look. See what we got. It's like a whole. This is like what happens when people come to tumbleweeds and, they're, and they go, okay, I went to the dispensary and this is what I got. What is it? What did I get? And then they throw all the stuff at you and you're like, this is $400 worth of stuff. You don't even know what you're getting. What is that? What is that one? This is by IO Extracts. Um, there's a couple of these guys. Oh, that's a battery. We got we got a battery. So I'm getting something stolen. Uh, Bubble Melon Indica Hybrid. You don't like Indica. Oh, you like the cartridge. See? Look at this. You can't even read. What are these? Are these all oils and extracts? Yeah. Ooh. Syringes. Probably just eat it. <laughs> That's a syringe? What is this? Is that a syringe? Nope. That's a cartridge. Okay, so these are syringes and a, and a, and a battery. And these, oh, here's another raw THC syringe. So that's another one of another, <laughs> excuse me, another syringe. And these device. guys, and what is that? It's a concentrate. And these are concentrates? <laughs> and this is full spectrum, oh, hash oil. Oh, it's leaking? So you twist this yeah. thing and then this comes out and oh, then you push it down. And then what is it? Go, do you smoke it? Heats up, yeah, and you smoke it. And this one is. Um, we have a device for that tumbleweed. Mm -hmm. Woohoo! What is it called? Seahorse. We have a seahorse. That's what that's for. Yeah. Is this this? Oh, Durban poison. And this one is gorilla dosha. So you smoke these things. Mm -hmm. I'm getting a lesson all on my own here. Okay, so that's the one you want. Crush it. Mouth-watering vape cartridges. So what is this one? Is uh, This is from Crush. Just crush it. Indica Hybrid Bubble Melon. Mmm, that sounds tasty. Uh, spin the cart onto your favorite 510 thread. Aha, uh -huh, which we just learned about. And crush it. Woo -woo. So this would go on this, right? I could crush it with this. Yeah. You could crush it with that, right? But that's yours now. Um, and these are... Those you are... You can do the same with this. You just put it in the... You put it in something smoke and smoke it smoke your face off. That's pretty cool. Don't drop that in your coffee. Hey, that's neat looking. Woo! That's fun. But can you eat it? Are you, do you have to eat, do you have to smoke it? I mean, is it going to work the same? That's what my question is. Am I going to get the same effect as if I hit the bomb or if I just put that on a cookie and eat it or stick it under my tongue? Suck on it? What does it say? Does it have to be? No, see, these are where instructions... Okay. Okay, so we're reading about live resin, so that's live resin. And what is the, um, what's the strain on that one, Durban Poison? Wookie. Oh, Wookie. The Wookie cookies. All right, the Wookie. So live resin, here's what you do. It's a butane hash oil. Um, okay, flash frozen to preserve the freshness. There we go. <clears throat> They're typically more expensive. So live rosin <coughs> might seem like a typo. But it's not. They're different. Um, and they're worth differentiating. Live resin, the live refers to the use of live cannabis plants as a starting material. Unlike live resin, live rosin is made without the use of chemical solvents. Ah, instead the fresh rosin plants are pressed under pressure and heat to extract a concentrate oil. That's what I like, or the live rosin, because there's no chemical involved. This makes 
Live rosin, a solventless concentrate, often preferred by health-conscious cannabis consumers. That would be me. <laughs> All right. Mm. Okay, what's it say? Put it in your mouth. Stick it in your bong. Here, let me, both of those I can do that. I can do that with all that stuff. Oh, we're going to start bonging this. That is for sure. Yeah, we're going to start live rod bonging. <laughs> That's exciting, see? I knew I saved all this stuff for a reason. You can have your little crush it. I'm going to bong the heck out of that. And what's the other one is a, is a pen, right? A cart? What? Is there a lot in there? Oh, I know. That's crazy. Nice. I'm going to have a whole little jar of it where I can just... A medical jar, of course. All right. Full-spectrum extracts aim to provide the cannabinoid and terpene profile typically found in the cannabis uh, cultivar from which it came. Vaporizer cartridges made with full-spectrum extracts will contain THC, CBD, and other cannabinoids and the nearly 500 other bioactive compounds that are found in the plant. Compounds work together synergistically, producing the entourage effect and a more holistic experience. There you go, the entourage effect. CBD oil. While most cartridges contain concentrates with high levels of THC, some producers have started to roll out carts with high CBD concentrations or higher CBD to THC ratios like 2 to 1 or 20 to 1 and <coughs> beyond for heightened wellness benefits. Um, how to choose the, the right vape cartridge? Pick a vape device. Before choosing a cartridge, you need to choose a battery system or some of them are all, all uh, they're all in one, right? Some of the disposables are all in one if you're going that way. Control is a factor when purchasing a pen or device. Most pens have the ability to control temperature. We have those down at Tumbleweed. People love those. People come in and just get all random colors. They're fun. Um, but generic batteries only have one temperature setting, and advanced devices will offer a range of, de- of settings or the ability to fine-tune temperature. Some device Uh, Devices even come with companion apps that, among other things, keep track of those of the dosage inhaled. Next, you'll want to consider the types of carts that are compatible with your battery. For example, if you have a 510 battery, you'll need to buy 510 cartridges. On the other hand, if you have a specific device, you'll need to find a store that sells the device's specialized carts. If ubiquity and ease of purchase are your main goal with the vape pen, then the classic 510 is typically easy to find. That's like that one over there, right? The pink one by our ceiling. Yeah. Depending on what effects you're looking for, different concentrates may serve better than others. For example, if you're looking to harness the full power of the cannabis plant, then a full-spectrum extract may be more appropriate than a high THC distillate. If you're looking to... Uh, find support for stress and anxiety during the day, a CBD-dominant cartridge could do the trick. With the wide variety of carts available today, exploring and experimenting with different systems or extracts is easy. You'll be able to find many different strains in cartridge form to enjoy the discretion, portability, and ease of use that vape carts offer. Try different concentrates. Try a few different ones or styles of carts to see how they work. There is sure to be a vaporizer uh, cartridge that's right for you and your needs. 
Thank you, Lauren Wilson. She's the best-selling author and freelance writer based in Brooklyn, New York. All right. Whoop, whoop. Uh, she is the author of three science forward books on TBD. Woo. All right, Lauren Wilson, thank you for the va- – That's a, that was a good explanation, too, because um, it's important to know what you're getting. And most often people come into tumbleweeds, and they have no idea what they're even starting to get. We've got vapes at Tumbleweeds. We've got disposable ones. Do we have any more of the cheap ones, or we just ran out of the cheap vapes? There's one or two. We have, yeah. Um, the Good Leaf at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard over by Bookman's. A beautiful, beautiful shop. Go down and get some um, CBD, CBD hemp vapes and cartridges and pens and batteries. And we have all the contraptions. We have snails over there. And we have snails at CBD. Snails and seahorses and um, tobacco pipes. Oh, my. They look like tobacco pipes. Oh, I have, um, I forgot to show you the the, the blunt thing, <clears throat> the glass blunt. i got to try that. The cigar. The silica. Yeah, the cigar. Silicone cigar with a glass, glass bowl. It's very, I don't, I, I, it just feels weird coming off the silicone. It's not like, I'm used to glass, I think, so. It's a it's a it's a different weird feeling. Woo, guys! It the wind is nuts out there. Be careful. It's crazy. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your health lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Uh, THC Tucson <coughs> at gmail.com. Uh, and then um, oh, weed nuns that are devoted to marijuana. We definitely should. This is a little video. Here we go. Uh, here it is. Weed nuns in California are devoted. Let's see what we got here. Probably. Wow. There you go. Nuns. Not ditzy nuns. For sure. No ditzy nuns. <laughs> um, okay. That was just a fun little video off the... Um, that was off azmarijuana.com. I thought they would have uh, something else. Uh, let's see what else they got. Oh, a historic mansion is being restored with hemp. Let's see what that what we get on that one. YouTube. Hear, hear me? Yes. Okay. Oh, for some reason, you hear the other? Oh, not even through the thing. All right, well, that was us. We were uh, trying to play a video on hemp, um, a historic mansion being restored with hemp. Just trying to give my voice a little bit of a break right now, but for some reason, it's not going through. Um, Let's see. Uh, we'll we'll try a different one. Maybe I don't know if it might be might be YouTube or might not be. Uh, 
All right. That's really weird that it's not going through. Um, that was a patient smoking marijuana for an impaired <laughs> driving study. So they're probably trying to get people really trash, stick them in a car and put them on the road. That's safe, guys. That's a really safe thing to do. Oh, my God. That wind is insane out there. Oh, please stop blowing. That is just nuts. I can't even. Whew, I have a giant cactus that needs to stand tall. Oh, my Lord. All right. Well, let's see what else we got going on in the news. Um, ooh, I keep hearing bangs. I think that's my door outside. <laughs> uh, let's see what else they have to say. I thought there was um, something about magic mushrooms. Um, hmm. I think that was a high times. <laughs> I think high times people want magic mushrooms. Uh, well, where was it? Oh. There is a uh, pet medical cannabis bill introduced in Rhode Island, if you live a pet medical cannabis bill. (laughs) Lawmakers in Rhode Island introduced a bill allowing pets to use medical cannabis if and when it is certified by a licensed veterinarian. House Bill 5504, or the Edward O. Hawkins and Thomas C. Slater Medical Marijuana Act, was introduced February 10th in the Rhode Island House, then referred to the House Health and Human Services Committee. NBC 10 News in Rhode Island reports that this marks the second time the bill was introduced. The Rhode Island Veterinary Medical Association, RIVMA, didn't support the bill in 2021. And most veterinarians say cannabis cannabis hasn't been proven uh, to be safe. Reps Patricia Serpa and Charlene Lima sponsor the bill along with Reps Julie Casimiro and Deborah Falella. Well, we need to get this dialogue going to see if it will be beneficial, said Lima. It might not be. It might not be. Studies have shown THC can be very deadly for animals. Uh, again, what study are you looking at? Come on. With factors such as smaller body, considering that pets break down THC in a different way, it's rarely a good idea. The lawmaker acknowledged that lots more research is needed to better understand how cannabis affects pets. Uh, you know how quickly science changes, she said. There's a lot of there's a lot more studies out there now than there were last year when it was first introduced. Well, <laughs> okay, but some veterinarians think the bill would unleash a Pandora's box of problems given the lack of solid evidence to suggest cannabis is safe for pets. If it does get passed, it's going to be a very big problem for pets in Rhode Island, <laughs> said Dr. Shelley Pancoast, emergency vet and president of the Rhode Island Veterinary Medical Association. Pancoast reminded the new uh, the media how THC is considered toxic for pets when ingested and has significantly different effects. So again, where are these studies uh, that you guys are reading and quoting from? Quote, they get pretty severe neurological signs and can sometimes look like they're dead or in a coma, explained Pancoast. Dr. Ralph Pratt on the board of directors of RIVMA compared cannabis to acetaminophen in 2021, which is completely safe for human but dangerous to pets. For years, people have been treating their pets with medical cannabis, primarily CBD, uh, with anecdotal reports of success for treating everything from seizures to stress. The science is beginning to mount. The general consensus appears to be that pet owners should never give their pets THC with potential bad outcomes, but that CBD is likely less harmful. Allowing medical cannabis, 
for pets is a relatively new concept. Only a tiny handful of states offer any sort of protection. Only California currently gives veterinarians a get-out-of-jail-free pass, explicitly allowing them to discuss medical cannabis without fear of repercussion. Assembly Bill 2215, which was passed and signed into law in late 2018, paved the way for Senate Bill 627 by allowing veterinarians to discuss medical cannabis treatments with pet owners. It prevents the State Veterinary Board from taking special enforcement actions against vets who recommend cannabis products such as CBD oil. What is considered, first of all, CBD oil is just that. It's from hemp and not the full cannabis plant. People need to get specific on what they're talking about. What is considered cruelty when it comes to pets and cannabis? Most organizations, such as the Anti-Cruelty Society, seem to give CBD a pass. But note that THC breaks down in a way different in a very different way in animals could be dangerous. Quote, CBD found in cannabis pet supplements is usually sourced from hemp, a variety uh, that naturally contains extremely low concentration of THC, which is the main psychoactive compound found in marijuana. <clears throat> As a result, CBD is non-psychoactive and appears safe to be used on pets, the organization wrote. More states will likely follow the path California and Rhode Island with protection for veterinarians and there and Rhode Island and can you hear it now all right there you go folks you heard it here first we say Wednesday thank you so much for tuning in we love you guys sorry about my voice it's been a little while happy February I can't even it's the end of February for the besties February 22nd and let's find out right now how many days until Christmas? Here we go. Ah, 306 days. Next week, we're going to be into the 200 days until Christmas. Yep, get going. Get those bombs ready. Woo-hoo. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We love you. Have a great day. All right. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody.